This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, I am Anderson Cowan, and I've got a movie to make, and this is Loaded for Bear, Let's Make This Movie, week 14 of 36 weeks. Hello, everybody. Hope everything's been doing well, going well. Somehow, uh, last week's episode didn't post to the uh, the regular feed there on the old film vault, only the Patreon feed, so I heard from you, I heard from a number of you who like these and uh, listen weekly, and... Uh, I have made the adjustments, so that is up there, and now this one's up up there as well, just a couple days later, so that uh, everyone doesn't get overwhelmed with Loaded for Bear postings. Uh, here are some updates. Got some cool updates in regards to the documentary side of things, because uh, uh, let, me, let me remind you all uh, that we're working on three separate projects that are all very related, but one is a feature length documentary about the born to act players, uh, that I work at, uh, volunteer at weekly have been for uh, more than two years now. And we're planning on casting the number of those, uh, actors in the actual narrative feature, which we're also working towards. Uh, that's for a script that has been done for quite some time. And we are getting into the zeitgeist as it were with the the powers that be and uh, the agents and managers and production houses uh, of the actual actors that we would like to ultimately be in that narrative feature at some point down the road. And we're getting into their, uh, their minds with the upcoming production of the short film, which is a couple scenes from that narrative that we plan on shooting now sometime in October. And we're, uh, able to do that, as I've I've told you here before, uh, with being one of the few types of projects that are allowed to shoot with SAG actors. So, so far, it looks like we have at least one actor that I'm very excited about to play one of the four major roles in that short that we we're planning on shooting in October. Uh, and we are in talks with a couple others. And I also have some assistants that I would like to work. I, I'm not going to get all into it, but there's some actors that I know personally that are actually connected with the Born to Act players that uh, will work very well in uh, at least one, if not multiple roles, not as the same actor, but I, I can cast multiple roles in this thing with not only the Born to Act actors, which is a, going to happen for sure, but also with some of the assistants that are actors themselves and very good. They just don't, you know, they're, they're not names, they're not faces, they're not people that you necessarily recognize, which is what we're trying to go after for the sake of more eyeballs uh, on the projects. That's that's the name of the game. And uh, some of the people that we're approaching, I think we just had a minor earthquake. That was cool. Some of the people that we're approaching 
uh, our names and faces, like I've said. So, all right, enough uh, about that, because there's not a whole lot to report other than we're moving forward, and it looks like October now, which will be here before we know it. So that's cool. Um, I will have more updates and, and fun stuff to uh, report back on the short as it comes, and also ways that you guys could become involved and get uh, IMDb credits. Anyone who's already given to loadedforbeardoc.com, who has already become a part of this, and you're listening to this, uh, you will also be credited in the on the IMDb. So that's a done deal for you guys. But if, for those of you who have not yet and would like to become a part of it, uh, that's where you go, loadedforbeardoc.com. So let me actually check that. I haven't been over there in a couple of days. I don't check it obsessively because we're doing uh, okay right now. We'll probably get another couple months before I really have to do a hard push in trying to get some some new funds in there. But right now we're able to get everything that we need going. So the documentary, uh, I'm continuing to add roles and um, subjects and storylines. And here's the two biggest ones since the last time I talked at you. And it's this. Uh, there's a guy who used to be a part of the class. He's an older fella. Uh, do I say his name? We'll just call him G for the sake of that. And he's connected, very, very, uh, connected to the born to act players. He was one of the assistants, uh, much older than the rest of the assistants. Um, but one of my favorites, he was always so much fun to watch and he just disappeared one day about a year ago. And uh, after asking a few questions, I learned that uh, he, uh, he had an accident and uh, he was no longer living where he was living uh, and he was living in an assisted living uh, home. So uh, I went and I, I tracked him down, called him up out of the blue and I been talking to him on the phone and got to actually just hang out with him just, just this week. And he has since been back to class for the first time in over a year uh, to, uh, as you'd imagine, a lot of fanfare and people were very, very pleased to see G back doing his thing. He got up on stage. He's got a bit of a limp now because of his accident, but uh, he's he's back in the mix, which I we all couldn't be happier about. And he is going to add a lot of, let me just say, he's going to add a lot of flavor and spice to this, uh, this documentary. Uh, he's, a, he's a Vietnam vet, um, has no, no, uh, hesitation to share some of those stories as well as pictures. He's just a, such a sweet guy. Uh, he, but he's, he's a little more rough around the edges than most of the, uh, the assistants and volunteers that uh, are a part of this. So he's got a lot of my aesthetics, I would say. And, uh, I really like G. So I'm very excited to have him in the fold. We'll be sitting down and doing interviews with him soon. Another development that's exciting for the, the documentary is, uh, there's, five sets of parents who are taking their five kids who are all born act actors and born act players on a summer vacation, uh, about a couple hours outside of LA and Mike Carano and I have been invited to go down there and document some of that, um, for about half a day, um, in next month. So, that's huge because we have a whole lot of stuff. We have interviews. We have a whole lot of stuff in you know the acting class. A lot of B roll. We have you know hours and hours of B roll at this point, as you'd imagine, with some really really great things in there. But we don't have any stuff of them hanging out outside of the acting class. And obviously, this community has led to friendships outside of class, and uh, not just amongst the the actors, but amongst the the parents as well. So uh, we have been graciously invited. Which honestly, if if I was going on vacation with my kid and like four other parents and their kids. I wouldn't want like a couple people I didn't really know coming down with cameras. So the fact that they're allowing us to come in there and shoot their 
kids having fun and God knows what we'll get. Well, I'm sure we'll get some stuff, uh, some really good stuff. We're going to interview some of the parents and talk about the value of the class with them as well. So it's just going to help, you know, illustrate what this class has done, the, the relationships that it helps build, the confidence that it builds uh, in the, in the actors. So, uh, very excited, uh, to make that work. It's, it's going to work even though it's, you know, I got Atticus that day cause it's in between camp and school and, uh, Jillian, the wife, she's working, um, that day downtown LA. So I'm going to have to drag Atticus with me and hopefully he doesn't, uh, oh, they all know Atticus and they love him. So that'll be fine. So those are the two things. There's also a, uh, the final thing to report to you guys is Mike and I have been toying with the idea and I think we're following through with it. It's a stylistic choice, which is this, I brought it up a little bit, uh, I think last week or the week before, but it's called the, uh, the Interatron that uh, Errol Morris had been using uh, since back in, I guess, late 70s, 80s, where back then it was much harder to, to create, but you have your subject talk to your disembodied face in front of the lens, and it gives the sense that the uh, subject is actually talking directly to you, the viewer, uh, in your own living room. So it's very personal, intimate, and gives you a really good idea of what it would be like to talk to one of these subjects. Uh, and we got that equipment. We're going to start implementing that with our interviews with our acting subjects, with uh, that population, that group of, of actors, but not with the assistants. We're not going to do that style with the assistants. We're going to separate the assistants where they're talking off lens a little bit. So they're talking about their experience and about the actors, but not directly to the viewer. The only people we're going to have talking directly to the audience are the, uh, the actors as well as Mary who created the whole the whole thing. So I think for a, a number of reasons that Mike and I explored and talked about, I think that's going to be effective. And you know, it's, it's not something that you would even necessarily recognize if you're just watching the documentary when it's finally finished, but it is something that I think will have a, um, like a subconscious uh, effect. Uh, the fact that, uh, the only people that are actually talking directly to you are the actors themselves. And then while people are talking about the actors and their own experience, they're not talking, you know, they're not in your living room. So that's what we're going to do. Uh, you know, test uh, camera tests of, of that might prove us to be wrong, but we think that we're, we're on the right path there. So that's where we're at. Uh, if obviously if you, if you guys have any questions, you can always, you know, email me. Uh, let me see. I, like I said, I have not been on the, I'm, I'm derelict in my duty. I have not been able to come on here and, and thank the, the most recent people. Tamala Smith, I think I thanked you. Yeah, I thanked everybody. Rachel Moore's back on for uh, some more as well as Tyler, Tyler Brewer. Tristan Kempston, thank you very much for giving. Brian Vanko, uh, I know you got a company match as well. And just let me remind everyone in case, especially if you haven't heard me talk about it, uh, if you are planning on contributing to this, in most every single case, I can't legally tell you that it's a sure thing because I'm not a CPA or a tax professional, but uh, this is done through um, a 501c3. So you talk to your tax professionals, but from what I understand, it's pretty much 100% of all of the proceeds that you were to uh, give, donate, or contribute will be a tax write-off at the end of the year. So you can tell that to your corporation that you might work for as well. Cause a lot of corporations do uh, corporate matches and they will match whatever you give or in some instances like double or triple it, which happened with uh, my boy, Chris Moran. I, they tripled his company, tripled what, what he initially gave, which goes a long way as you'd imagine. Cause we're a very small little production. We're trying to, do something that we find to be uh, important and worthwhile over here, but we don't have any like studios backing us. So right now, the only uh, way that we're doing this is we're opening it up to you guys and having you help us. And what we have 
to uh, offer in return. Andrew Martin also back in. Thank you, Andrew Martin, as well as Matthew Rixner. Uh, thank you to you and uh, credits as well. IMDb credits and credits, obviously, in the movies. And we have different tiers and whatnot. But every little bit helps keep this production moving forward. So thank you very much for listening. And uh, I'll be talking at you again next week. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Neil. And I'm Ken. And we are from the Triviality Podcast, a pub trivia-style game show where a lack of seriousness meets a little bit of knowledge. Join us each week for an hour-long game of general knowledge trivia featuring special guests from around the world, plus tons of extra themed episodes. If you want to improve your trivia game, or you just want to scream at us in your car when we get easy questions wrong, then we're the show for you. Find Triviality on all your favorite podcast apps. But you know that, because you're already listening to a podcast.